Cheers! Welcome, Welcome to, to Let's, Let's Have, Have a Kiki. Kiki with Movie Bitches. This is our podcast where we talk about whatever the fuck we want to. <laughs> Coming in hot. Yeah. <laughs> so this week we decided, since we don't have time to be reviewing all of the TV shows that we're watching, oh, yeah, we no. were just going to discuss them, some briefly, some less so. Yeah. Well, first things first, shout out to our wine sponsor, Wink. Trywink.com slash moviebitches. You get $22 off your first month of wine. Now, should there be a rating system with the number of wine glasses you should be ingesting while watching certain shows? I like that. <laughs> it's like What if it's, it's just a, two a full glass. two bottle of wine? What if you need a full bottle at least? Yeah, it's like a minimum you, requirement. Yeah, yeah, you need that box of wink wine goes just to what if. Not the uh, Marvel announced. Remember there's like a Marvel. Oh yeah, there's a Marvel what if. Where it's just alternate timelines. Oh God, that sounds like a nightmare. I believe. That just sounds like a it's literal so brain they fuck can, nightmare. It's just so they can, you know, keep making movies with anyone and everyone at all times, sure. no matter what, regardless of if they've died yeah. or died in real life or quit, whatever it is. It's, they've got it, their likenesses down. Yeah. Oh, my God. And they can do whatever they what want. What if? What if? Judy Garland were still here. <laughs> oh, her superpower would be like Banshee or something because she could just belt it so loud that you. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, what if? Yes. Should we talk about what if? I mean, sure. <laughs> okay, so what if the Netflix Renee Zellweger melodrama miniseries soap opera extravaganza. That's too nice of a word. Well, to extravaganza is too yeah, nice yeah, of a yeah, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a little bit. I, I, like four episodes in, I was like, fuck this. I'm out. And then I was like, fine, I'll keep watching. I mean, there's only eight episodes. Well, right? like, there's ten. There's ten? You okay. told me there was only eight, and so I was like, well, I'm halfway through. I'll just, like, keep going. And then I was like, oh, God damn it, there's ten. But, um, yeah, it's not, you know, like, it's not, like, a huge commitment. I would say if this show was three seasons long, don't watch oh, it. Oh, no. Ten episodes? Oh, uh, yeah. Sure. Well, the thing is, so at a certain point I realized, I was like, God, this really feels like the third season of Revenge. Oh, yes. And then it turns out it's from the creator of Revolt. I told you that, didn't I? And maybe you did, but like it all made sense. I was like, oh. Everything came together. But it's just like we skipped all of the good parts and just got to the crazy. <laughs> it was yeah, it was immediately crazy. Immediately crazy. I think it's worth watching purely for Renee Zellweger. Yes. And if you want to just watch her scenes, that's perfectly fine. <laughs> but definitely watch her scenes. It's like all about her legs. Oh, my God. And the performance. There's definitely a performance. Oh, yes. I appreciated it. Yeah. I'm glad she's back. Oh, my God. Right? She's definitely the best part. She's the most fun because it's something campy and silly to watch. Definitely. Whereas otherwise it gets bogged down in like the who cares about this medical what it was. It's just so stupidly dramatic. I kept waiting for there to be some sort of, oh, and that's what it was all about. And there was nothing going on. I mean, on. they tried. They, they tried, I guess. Failed and... Tr- but they really and pulled out those soap opera tropes. Of, oh, boy. Like... Well, this was the thing that was so funny to me is the main character and her boyfriend are, you know, they're like the leads, right? And yeah. Renee Zellweger is messing with them and you kind of get to know their friends. But when you think about it, everyone that they know is going through something insane. Insane. That is irregardless to the rest of the plot. Like, I kept thinking, like, her best friends have the most insane side soap opera story where they've been kidnapped by the man that she was having an affair with and he's going to murder them because, oh, he also murdered other people. And well, who's like, the brother from Brothers and Sisters? Who's the, the brother from Brothers and Sisters? Like, next level insane, yeah. you know, insane. Eighth, eighth season of Melrose Place crazy. It, like, really was. It and was like, they've jumped the shark and it's only ten episodes It's only long. ten episodes! <laughs> the, the shark's already on fire, you know? <laughs> I kept thinking about it. I was like, wait a minute. This has to then connect to Renee Zellweger in some way yep. because otherwise... What Why? is this? Because they what just world also happenstantially happen to be going through the most insane thing in their life also. Right. That's what really got me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what's in the water? What, like, mm. what's happening that, like, everyone's crazy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The most, the most dramatic things are happening to everyone the whole time. Absolutely. At every moment. The thing that annoyed me the most was that so much of the plot elements, particularly in the beginning of, like, setting it all up, it all hinges around not telling the truth. But, like, in a crazy way where it's like, oh, and then I murdered someone, but I didn't tell anyone about it. 
you know, and it's like, well, okay. And then... Well, yeah, because it starts and it's like indecent proposal. You know, it's like, I'll buy your company and fund your right. whole thing and, and I'll be your angel, but you have to let me, your husband, spend the night with me. Right. And you can't ever ask him. It's contractually obligated that you can't ever ask him what happened and he can never tell you. And right. if he does, the whole thing's void. And it's no, like, then, then my, the entire company is mine. Oh, is hers, right. And then, of course, that plays into the whole plot, which makes it... <laughs> silly and fun there was just so long of that and then also meanwhile her brother is having trouble with like everyone infidel everyone's like every person infidelity. oh my god i forgot about the brother plot line yeah with camping guy and mushrooms oh my god yeah i mean i will say theirs was definitely my favorite plot line oh yeah i don't know if it's because or happenstantial that they were gay but it i was just hurt. Like, it didn't hurt i was like hey i'm here for you know the soap opera for everyone yeah no matter your orientation <laughs> let's have a soap opera you yes. know like yeah but I was like, at least they're like, you know, his partner seemed very like rational and was like, look, yeah. we can have a three way with this hot guy that you like. We just have to talk about it. And yeah. he's like, but what if one of us doesn't like, then we'll talk about it. Yeah, but what if it. you like it better? Than, yeah. Then we'll talk. Let's about have it. an open dialogue like adults. <laughs> I was like, this seems like a healthy relationship. Yeah, you seem great. I mean, her brother was so self-loathing that I was like, yes. oh my God, yes. can you please get it together? Absolutely. But that was his journey. Yes, it was. He needed his... He needed to take some mushrooms, go camping in his living room, paint the walls, uh, you know, have a three-way, and then, yeah. you know, move on. Yeah, it's great. I love, I loved all of the scenes with their private dancer, whatever that guy. The, yeah, he their was friend. great. They're just like, <laughs> he was always in bike shorts and just oh like, hey, yeah. what's up? I'm, up? I'm up for whatever, guys. Yeah. Hey. Time to clown. Time He's to clown. Cool. Here to have fun. Oh, boy. So, yeah, I would say it's worth a watch. I mean, I binged it in a day yeah it's, I think it's I very literally bingeable just, because like, it's just sure. garbage and you're like well I yeah. guess I'll just watch the next one then I definitely would recommend wine wine watch it with friends maybe like, themed cocktails I think it would be fun to watch it with friends and be I like, think so what too is this because if you're shouting at it together like you're like yeah. this is silly then you can enjoy the stupidity rather than like be, be frustrated. frustrated by it yeah so speaking of Netflix originals oh. I just got into I literally in the past 36 hours have binged eight episodes of Bonding. Oh, yeah. Did you watch it? I haven't watched it, but everyone's talking about it. So Bonding is the story of this gay guy who starts working for his best friend from high school, who's a dominatrix. She needs an assistant. As her profession? Yes. Okay, great. Well, she's she's in school to become a psychiatrist, psychologist, one of the two. And one of them can prescribe drugs. The other one can't. Yeah. I don't know which one she's going for. <laughs> um, she wants to prescribe whippings. I don't know. That's not, you don't need a license for that. No. Well, sure. She's in school, but then she pays her way by dominatrixing. She has different clients and they do different things. And then he just kind of gets roped into it. You know, at one point he pees on someone. It seems strange to me that like, I mean, I don't, I'm not familiar with the scene, but it seems strange that like someone would pay to have an experience with a dominatrix and then just be like, oh yeah, and then this is your gay assistant dude who's just going to chill out with us the whole time. Does he watch all of them or just one person specifically? No, he's pretty much there all the time. Yeah, because it would be one thing if it was like, oh, this client likes when you watch. Right. Or whatever. Right. But if it's just everybody, that, yeah. I mean, I guess he's is not like always for safety? there in the room, but yeah, he's like there for her safety. Sure. Okay, but so that makes sense. also he's like this scrawny little gay guy. So I'm like, well, I mean, I don't... They don't know. I, they don't know. I guess. But it's it's just cute and fun and it, it's very easy to watch. Cool. Yeah. I've been meaning to watch it. But speaking of miniseries, yes. not on a streaming service, oh. I finished watching Fosse Verdon. Oh, yes. On uh, FX. FX. Not FXX. Just FX. Well, I'm mad because I keep trying to watch the new season of Archer, mm-hmm. but FXX, you know, my TiVo has not sunk up properly with it. Oh. So it keeps recording the last half hour of like Law and Order or something. <laughs> And I'm like, God damn it, not again. <laughs> I'm just trying to watch Archer. Is it like on demand? Probably, you know, but then you have to go do that. You're right. I was, I just wanted to watch it. This is why I have a TiVo. So anyway, anyway, Fosse Verdon has everything I should love in a, in a show. And I don't not love it. But, you know, Sam Rockwell, check. White Michelle Williams, check. Musicals. Brian Murphy's not involved. Everything's great. And it's good, but the music... And the singing and the dancing is just not as great as like all that jazz or cabaret. Mm. You know, ultimately the show ended and I was like, well, you could just go watch all that jazz. It flushed out a lot more stuff about Gwen Verdon. Like it made because obviously all that jazz is, you know, Foss, Bob Fosse, who was an egomaniac. So most of it's about him. But there is something so much more fascinating about 
an egomaniac making a movie about his egomania and yet showing all of his flaws right. in this genius level musical where he, like there's just something so much more interesting about that sure. where Fosse Verdon basically told the same story fleshed out over eight to ten episodes not sure so the acting is great and there's some stuff in it that's really fascinating but the the musical numbers really kind of let me down I mean they're not bad it's just once you've seen all that it's like the bar is set to a certain level you're like well you know i don't think sam rockwell and michelle williams are known for their dancing so it's like well at the same time that i thought they were both fantastic and wonderful actors if they had hired someone who could sing and dance as well would it have lived up to it i don't know worth a watch pair it with all that jazz or just go watch all that jazz because it's great (laughs) i recorded it yeah i think Go it might check it order. out. It might be Law and Order. I don't know. <laughs> God damn, every time. Uh, but I haven't watched it in part because you didn't seem that jazzed. That jazzed. All that you didn't see him all that, all that jazzed, jazzed about, about it. it. It's a fine line because it's total catnip for me. Right. But at the same time, I'm going to judge it harsher. Sure. Because I know all the references Fair. and everything. So definitely worth a watch. I'd heard mixed reviews, so yeah. that's why I was like not rushing to watch it. Plus, it's 45 minutes or whatever. It was an hour long. Drama. Well, then one of them was it was just like oh, no, it was one of those things where it's like this one's an hour and 12 minutes, and this one's you know it, like it was like random times. I don't mind that. It is much weirder for FX. Like it's I expect. Just- that from like a Netflix where you're like who cares how long it is and you're not really paying attention it hasn't really like subverted the system you know no it just seems like we didn't feel like cutting it down yeah exactly the promise was always like oh well it's a streaming service there's no schedule for it to fit so we can just make the episodes whatever we want to me sometimes I'm like you know what I'd rather just have a 32 minute uh-huh. drama whatever yeah than 46 minutes yeah i don't need 46 minutes of this this seems long <laughs> that's yeah. actually really how i felt about what if oh yeah they could have they could have had eight episodes <laughs> they really could have been fine they could have speaking of emmys <laughs> yes <laughs> can we just take a moment to mm-hmm. appreciate and celebrate yes four emmy nominations for schitt's creek Yay! I'm so excited! I'm so excited. Finally, it actually happened. Like, I was going to riot if it didn't happen. I'm so happy. Yes. I'm so happy. I love that show. If you haven't gotten into it yet, similar to Parks and Rec, where I often tell people, like, you just got to make it through the first season. With Shit's Creek, it's really, you got to make it through the first four or five Six, episodes yeah. or so, like half the season. And then it re- really starts to, like, it finds its groove. Yeah. Because I started it and was like, oh, I don't like this. When I first, the first mm-hmm. few episodes, I was like, I don't think this is funny. And I stopped watching it. And then my parents were like, this is the funniest shit. You have to watch it. So thank you, mom and dad. I know. I love it. And then well, that's then why I you started, started watching it. Because your dad was like, have you seen Shit's Creek? You remind me of the guy on Shit's Creek. <laughs> Which, I mean, I'll take that. That's a compliment. Yeah. To be compared to David Rose. The only higher compliment would probably be if he said I was like Moira. If you were like Moira, yeah. (laughs) But it's the the highest of compliments. It really is. I mean, I need more wigs. Oh, I mean, always. A a wig wall. Well, so I brought it up a lot recently, but very exciting news. They renewed one day at a time. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm so excited. Pop TV. Oh, yeah, Pop TV, who does Shit's Creek. Creek. They picked it up. So... I'm really excited. I think it's just a really good heartfelt sitcom that's like funny, but also dramatic. And like it sort of fills, there's not a lot of shows like it on TV that are just, they're not dumb. Mm. It's just like most sitcoms, it seems these days are just stupid. Right. Something about this show, it's important. They like pick up on issues and stuff and then make you laugh about them and make you go, oh my God, I feel that way too. And then make you laugh about them. So I'm just really excited that it got another second chance. I'm excited. It's interesting, more industry knowledge. They have all of these kickers in the deals where if they go to a certain number of seasons, Mm. then the streaming services have to pay more or they have to renegotiate. Mm. And then the shows want more money because like it used to be that if you pass five or six seasons, then you get syndication. And so they're like, cool. So then after we get through six seasons, then we get an extra 50% on every show. And so Netflix is like, and you're canceled. It makes sense, you know, because it's like, well, we just can't make the numbers work then or whatever. But yeah. so it's kind of a bummer because then you get these shows that just get canceled. Luckily, Pop TV picked it up. But yeah. like, it, it'll be interesting to see over the next few years how these different things start to reshape yeah. when it's like we're building shows in a different way. But speaking of shows that like sitcoms that are smart and really mm-hmm. get it. Yeah. Not gonna lie, a majority of my TV viewing has just been the Golden Girls. <laughs> 
I mean, of course, why not? It really, it's just so charming and yeah. wonderful and fun and it's smart. And a lot of times, sadly, I guess, the, the the topics that they touch on are still very relevant. Very, yeah, right. And you're just like, wow. Or sometimes you're just shocked, like, oh my God, they were bringing up this stuff in 1980, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And most of the jokes are all like fully hold up they're not offensive or whatever sometimes it's like what the fuck are they talking about it must have been like a 1986 joke like oh they made a walter mondale joke and you're like what (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) but you know like whatever it it, it lasts two seconds and then you move on you're like (laughs) that was dated i don't (laughs) exactly yeah you can't go wrong with golden girls no you really can't we haven't talked about project runway in a while oh my god there's been two great seasons to talk about oh yeah i mean they got rid of people, right? People left? Well, so there's been an all-star season, which was okay. the international winners cycle. Right. I know you really like that one. Which was really fun because I always, you know, the more Project Runway, the better. So for me, I mean, I just, I will watch it until the end of time. So it was cool seeing like, oh, this was the winner from Australia season one. And this was, I mean, sure. spoilers for all of the seasons if you tried to find them, some, watch them somehow. Right. It was really great because the, the talent and the caliber was just at such another level mm. that the creativity was crazy. Like, they were all at the top of their game. No one was a mess. And so every week, the runway, even if you were like, that's disgustingly ugly, it was still impressive. Mm, <laughs> sure. Like, Whoa, that was crazy. So I actually thoroughly enjoyed that whole season. Alyssa Milano is the... She's still the She's host. the Heidi Klum. Okay, right. Of the show. She's been doing All-Stars the whole time, though, right? Yes. And then there's been... There was just a regular season that right. came up. But that's that was the first season with the changeover where Tim Gunn's gone, right. Heidi's gone. Right. Nina's still there. Okay, good. Nina's Love the her. last holdout. Oh, my God. Love Nina Garcia. And they got Brandon Maxwell to be the bitchy gay. Okay. And I forget... There's a model who's Heidi, oh. whose name is Carly Kloss. Okay. Or something that sounds like that. Sure. But the real headline is Christian Siriano took yes. over for Tim Gunn. Right. And he's really great. I love Christian Siriano. He tells it like it is. He'll just be like, he'll give the Tim Gunn like, I've got my arm up and mm. my my hand in my chin. And is that the color you're going to pick? Is that, that's, that's the, is that the only fabric you bought? You know, he really, oh, change it. Please change it. Oh my God. Like he just really <laughs> gives them advice. Like actually, like, he'll be like, Oh God! What are you doing? No, don't do that. You know? And yet he seems to really care and like, sure, sure. is fostering them. It's you know cr- constructive criticism. Constructive still. criticism, but like real, like don't do that. Yeah. He's not being a therapist. Like, well, if you think you might right. want to think about doing that, maybe you could. It's like, no, don't do that. That looks bad. Bad idea. Get rid of the belt. But I spent eight hours making this. But get rid of it. Burn it. Burn the belt. <laughs> and it was a good cast of people. Lots of fun, creative weirdos that were there. Now, are they still ninety minutes? In fact, they are. But mm. All-Stars is an hour. It's weird. Okay, so maybe I'll watch the All-Stars. Because yeah. I'm not going to lie, that was really honestly when I fell out. I pretty much fast forward through a solid 15 minutes of every episode. Okay. It's like, oh, go to the Tresemme hair salon. Ba-doop-ba-doop. Yeah. That, I mean, that was, I started doing that to Top Chef. Because I'd be watching it, and then all of a sudden I'd be like, I don't care about this shit. Why am I watching this? Like, we could trim this down. They should. I still agree with that. But with Christian, and they had a lot of fun new challenges, and, like, this season for me was better than it has been in a little while. Okay, well, so I'll give it another shot. So, you can see. Yeah. But I I will watch it forever, so... I, I'm still, I, I don't know if they're going to bring it back. I don't, I haven't heard anything if it got renewed or whatever. I don't know if you ever watched Let's Make It. Making It. Oh, Making, making It. With, making It. With Amy Poehler and yeah. Nick Offerman. I never watched it, but I kept meaning to. You, I keep telling you to. I think I you really like it. I know I will. I just have yet to watch it. It's just earnest and fun and sweet. And they really tried. They were like, hey, you know what's a great show? Great British Bake Off. Yeah. Let's copy that, but do it for crafting. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, let's well, do that. Remember that one episode of Nailed It where they were like crafted it? It was like the end. I don't watch Nailed It. Oh, you should watch Nailed It. You know, I tried and I couldn't get into it, but I think I should try again. It's like easy listening of yes. TV. Like it's just fun and silly and stupid. And then you get to see the disasters and I guess judge I them. I typically go, prefer Haha. to not see disasters. I like to see people The thing be good. is, it's such a disaster like it transcends sometimes you're like oh that didn't work out on bake off you know? right oh you know the, the flan Bing felt bait. whatever it is you know <laughs> but but with this it's like 
it's like oh oh, oh no oh it's, it's watching a car accident and <laughs> oh, no. and some are funnier than others and then they look like a anyway anyway for like one episode they did nailed it for people that can't craft oh. and it was so good and it was so funny i was like why aren't you doing eight seasons of this sure but uh no i haven't watched making it i highly I, recommend i, I, I want to watch because it's not a competition it is and they won like a hundred thousand dollars dang but they're like but it's not about the money no it's about the crafts i kind of wish that they didn't even have the money but i guess it might have been like hard bake to off get. like bake off like bake off they're just winning a fucking pie stand you literally win a glass cake stand yeah that's it and like the title, but like well, it the means title. so much to them. And you're like, this is so sweet. Oh yeah, I fucking love that show. Yeah, I do love the original on BBC, mm-hmm. but the new one is still just as good. Uh, again, that is another show I will watch till the end. Oh, of absolutely. Time. I and mean, there's like not enough of it. I'm just like, well, have you watched Great Canadian Bake Off? No. Where Dan Levy is the host? No. What? <gasps> it is somehow even more pleasant. Well, because it's Canadian. Canadians, right? So it's just somehow it's even more just like, oh, that was nice. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> they seem pleasant. Yeah. Nice. So I've also been watching Barry on HBO. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Bill Hader hitman wants to be an actor extraordinaire. I'm having a hard time with it. I like it. But I also don't like it, and I can't quite figure it out. I keep waiting for it to Silicon Valley and mm. to like figure itself out because yeah. I love half the show. Basically, the half of the show where we're talking about LA and acting, and Henry Winkler is his acting teacher. Oh, who, oh my god, he's decidedly the best part of the show. But all of the sort of hitman stuff of it, they do super realistic violence and they really let it draw out. And so it really affects you. And mm. then they'll go back to like fun, silly, he's trying to be an actor stuff. And I just, for me, the tone hasn't quite blended yet where I'm not on Barry's side mm. enough. Like I'm like, but you're a killer. I mean, where I can watch like a gross point blank and be like, yes, John Cusack. Like, I don't give a shit. You go kill that guy. The tone just has not quite gelled for me. And I keep waiting for the balance to work out. Sure. For me personally. I'm still watching it because I love Henry Winkler. And Stephen Root is there. Like, it's got all these people I love and everything. But I'm on the fence. Okay. Haven't quite. I haven't heard a lot of people be like, oh, my God, Barry. It's so great. It did win some Emmy. I mean, Henry Winkler won. Well, I mean, hey, of course. Hey, obviously. Yeah. Turns out he's good. Turns out he's great. <laughs> I feel like they have the L.A. stuff, the satire of the L.A. acting scene down to a fucking T. Sure. And sometimes it really works where he'll blend his hitman life into that. And it's like really funny because people don't believe him or he'll be like, I just killed that guy, you know, whatever. But then it just anyway. I get that. It quite... can be hard to like go back and forth. Yeah. It like yeah. pulls you out of one or the other. Exactly. So we'll see. I'm still going to watch it, but. Okay. I mean, yeah, it's not that bad that you're like out. No, no, no. I'm just, like, waiting for me to love it. Mm-hmm. Speaking of HBO and Silicon Valley. Oh, my God. I mean, it's the last season. I'm I very upset. And there's only, I think they're only doing eight. I think it's, it's pretty I small. I read about it. I'm yeah. like, no. Yeah. You know, they all got too famous, I guess. And I don't well, want Well, I it, think there's only so far that you can take it. So far you can take it. I don't want it to go till it gets horrible. Exactly. You know, I don't want it to Parks and Rec or Office itself. Mm-hmm. Like, Good Place is Ending. Yes. Fucking love that show. Also so sad. Sad, but also excited that they're like, we had a plan for this yep. many seasons. Yep. We have a story. We've worked it out. And there's a conclusion. Yes. You know. I th- I really much do more appreciate that than just like... That was a sentence. I really was. I really much do more appreciate that. <laughs> I really do. But, but it's I, true. I really do much more appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> Much, yeah, much do. Much yes. do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I love, I love Silicon Valley. Well, and I, it took me, like, I had a friend recommend it, and I was like, oh, I'll watch the pilot with you. No, hate it. And then you were like, oh, Silicon Valley, it's so funny. I was like, oh, I watched the pilot and hate it. You're like, no, 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 you have to watch more. Don't and I was like, okay, I'll try. And I was like, nope, hate it. And I think it was honestly what you said where you're like, go until the finale of season one. Yep. And if you don't find it funny by the end of the finale... <laughs> Then you're fine and you're out and you just don't like it. That's okay. And I was like, by the end of the finale, I was like, oh my god, I want to watch the next one. And I was I binged the whole hackling during the final episode oh of season one. I was so like, good. oh, I get it. Like yes. it all came together. It did. It did. They laid the groundwork and now I'm in. Yeah. Well, unless his face got less annoying. T.J. Miller. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's off the show now. Yeah. I was there for Martin Star. I'm always there for Martin Star. I will watch any show for Martin Star. Guilfoyle. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Love it. 
I mean, I love everyone, but go for it. Yeah, no, he, it, 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 it's a, the cast really gelled. But yeah, I mean, Good Place too. I really love The Good Place. Love that show. And it, that was one where it was like... Terrible marketing. Terrible. Well, it's hard to market. It's a hard yes. show to market, but garbage marketing. Couldn't figure it out. I was like, what's this? Yeah. And then people kept recommending it. It's like, no, just just check it out. You'll yeah. love it. Yeah. Okay. And then I did. I loved it from the beginning. I did too. Yeah. I loved it from the beginning. That didn't take any and time. The, and then there was like, oh, some twists. And you're like, oh, what's that? Oh, okay. And oh my then, God. By the end of season one. I mean, I won't say anything. No. But like, I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's definitely like an, oh, you know, it's one of those. <laughs> so another show that I have a soft spot for is Penn and Teller Fool Us. Have you watched oh, this? No. Okay. So I... I do love magic. I okay. mean, I, I love and hate it at the same time. There's okay. certain kinds. Sure. Yes. Close-up hand card magic, love it. Big, I'm escaping from a monster truck that's on fire, blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. I don't care. Yeah. Because I know it's like fake. You yes. know what I mean? Where yes. Like if I can visually see the cards like disappear, yeah. I'm like, oh, oh my God. Yeah. So Penn and Teller Fool Us is this Vegas show that they film on their stage where they'll have four magicians come out and Penn and Teller, you know, sit and watch them with an audience. And if Penn and Teller can't figure out how they did the trick, they win and they get to come perform with them on their magic show in Vegas. Oh, cool. And that's like the big prize. And you get to say, I fooled Penn and Teller. Sure. And it's really cheeky and fun. Like the trophy you win just says F you for fool us. But they're like, God damn it, you fooled us or whatever. And they speak in code. So they're not like ruining the magic. Okay. I was just going to ask about that. Yeah. So they'll be like, did a turtle happen to cross the street? You know, they'll say all these weird, like, magic terms, and you're like, what? Okay, great. Like, what's going on? <laughs> and then the magician on stage is like, yeah, you got me. Yeah, that was the turtle. You're like, what? I have no idea what's happening. <laughs> there was no turtle on stage. What's going on? So, and Allison Hannigan is the host, and she's you. She's the dupe. She's just like, what? How did you, what are you talking about, turtles? Like, okay. she's fun sure. and silly, and I like Penn and Teller. I always have. Yeah. So if you like magic... It's like a quick, fun short. Like each episode's contained. Right. It's not like you keep going on if you keep winning or anything. Sure. And then they do a magic trick at the end. Oh, cool. So if you're into that kind of stuff, like it's a fun watch. Well, so another short, quick, fun thing was, I mean, it's like very short, but <laughs> there's a, a mini series of mini episodes. It was like, a, I think they were webisodes but that Netflix picked up called Special. It's based on a true story, but it's about this guy with cerebral palsy who starts working for a blog. And it's just really kind of about him and his life and whatever. And there's certain, like, guest appearances and stuff. Brian Jordan Alvarez. Who's that? He had his own web series. And then he also was... He's on the new Will and Grace. Have you been watching Will? Nope. Oh. Is it good? I Yes. It's like, oh, they managed to somehow update the show without updating it. I'm still, like, resentful of how it ended the first time. Oh, yeah. So I'm, like, holding on to... I'm like... No, you can't bring it back. I'm I just mad. love that they like fully pretended like it never happened. Is that what happened? That's they what just, they did. They just they like, erased it. Basically, they don't have kids or anything. No, they, they didn't not talk for twenty years and then have their kids be soulmates. No. Oh my god! Thank God. Uh, yes. Remember that nightmare like, yes, of a finale? It was so bad. <laughs> I they was destroyed so a show that I loved. And I was so pissed. Okay, maybe I need to rewatch it. The nice thing about Will and Grace is that it's just lighthearted and stupid and fun. Yes. They're fun characters. And so it's been it's been fun. It's okay. not amazing, but it's... It's not garbage. No. It's Great. fun. Okay. I mean, Karen Walken's there. Karen Walken. Walker. Karen Walken. Now, if Christopher Walken showed up... <laughs> I would love that. Love it. Who would he play? Can, she, can he be Karen Walker's new, like, trophy husband? Maybe. I would love it. Sure. Yeah, they're trying to make Alec Baldwin happen as her lover, and I'm, like, not here for it. I feel... Didn't that happen on the old show? I think they, like, brought him back. Okay. He was, like... They were, like, she was cheating on Stan, and then they get a divorce, and it's, like, a whole thing, and whatever. Right. Oh, no. She was dating John Cleese? Wasn't oh, she, yeah. Wasn't she yeah, dating Yeah, she had, John like, a little, like... A yeah, there was, like, a thing there. Yeah. Sort of. It's coming back to yeah, me. Yeah, that's right. It was John Cleese. But yeah. I think Alec Baldwin as well. I think so. Alec yeah. Baldwin's definitely been there, but there's too much of him, and I just honestly don't really care for him. I, I think he's killing it as the host of Match Game. Sure, <laughs> because sure. Because he's just being assholey Alec Baldwin. I mean, that's... And I'm like, yeah. That's, that's what he is. I just... I, I don't think he's a great actor, personally. I mean, I don't think he's bad, but I think he's, you know, become such a... Like, he is famous for being Alec Baldwin at yes. this point. So I don't yes. get lost in his character. Exactly, exactly. So special. Oh, <laughs> Wait, so who was that guy that you said on Will and Grace? So Brian Jordan Alvarez. I also don't like care for his character in Will and Grace. Is he only in the new one? He's only in the new one. Great. He dates Jack and they get married. He's annoying. Okay. 
in my personal opinion. I like a lot of his YouTube stuff. I thought it was really funny, and I'm sure you've seen some of them. If you saw him, you'd be like, oh, that guy. Anyway, he showed up in one of them as, like, a prostitute that he loses his virginity to. Oh, okay. Which was a really sweet episode. The show's, I mean, special. It's really quick. It's sweet. It's fun. And, you know, it's probably, like, two hours total of content. Wow. Because it's, like, eight episodes of 15-minute episodes or whatever. So it's worth a watch. Cool. Yeah. There's two more shows on Netflix that I just wanted to mention Mm -hmm. that I think everybody should watch. Well, maybe not everybody. Okay, well, Russian Doll, everybody should watch because I fucking loved Russian Doll. Okay. Natasha Leone, goddess. Yeah. You would like it. It's weird. It's like Groundhog Day and some sort of satirical magical realism like it's like crazy and great okay and you don't know where it's going and you're watching it like what and you think it's going this way it goes that way it's very weird very cool structurally it's and it's like succinct and okay i think they're making another one even though they don't necessarily have to because it was so popular sure 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 like it doesn't have like a and that was it it doesn't have like a Sherlock Holmes like they were not that it's a murder mystery but like it doesn't have like a perfect bow at the end by any means but right. it's like a satisfying conclusion sure and then also I thought Dead to Me oh, was right. really easy fun bingeable they're half an hour yes there's like eight or ten episodes I definitely binged it it was at first I was like I love this and then I was like mm, I don't like this and then I was like oh okay that was good <laughs> It was a, I'm cleaning my house on a Saturday. Should I watch this entire show while I mostly pay attention? Yes. So sure. I liked it and I thought it was like quick, fast, bam, 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 bam. You know, yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Well, I really like Christina Applegate. Love her. Love Linda Cardellini too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And James Marsden finally got to play an asshole, oh. which was exciting. <laughs> it worked really well on him, it did. actually. It I'll did. be honest. It did work really well. It was great. I was like, uh, yes. Speaking of shows that, like, there's more to come from Netflix, I just saw that there's a second season coming of Sex Ed. Oh, which you didn't like and then eventually ended up liking by the end, Yeah, right? I started the couple, the first couple episodes and I was like, mm, I don't think I like this. And then I was like, I love this. Great. It reminded me a lot of... Skins? Yes. <laughs> love it. A real mind reader over here. It, it's crazy. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> But yes, that's exactly what I was thinking about. <laughs> like, I was about to say that they had, and then they remade, and they made us, and it wasn't very good. <laughs> they Americanized it. It was bad. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Exactly. Exactly. Thing what was the Robin Wright one um, with Fuckface? Um, House of Cards. <laughs> <laughs> with um, Fuckface. <laughs> Kevin Stacey. I couldn't think of it. Oh, that's uh, Yeah, you know, like that, they... I, I liked House of Cards until, like, the third season, and then I fell out. Oh, yeah. So I only watched the British version, mm. uh, which I really liked. Uh, I find it less depressing to watch shows about other countries' politics. Sure. Because I'm once removed. Sure. Watching a show about America's corrupt politics, mm-hmm. I'm just like, but this isn't even a fantasy anymore. So, well, that me, was I fell out of it partially because it got bad, and also partially because it was, like... The, catching the, up with real life? Well, it was, like, the beginning of the election, and I was just like, I don't want to deal with this anymore. I can't... I, Watch this in real life and on TV. Exactly. Ah! Exactly. I was like, there's too much uh, political drama. Yeah. I don't want to have anything. And then after the election, I was like, fuck no, I'm not watching any of this. And I fell out of Veep too, because I was like, well, this is just real life. That was my problem with Veep. The same guy who did Veep also did In the Loop, which mm, right, right, right. is hilarious. I love it. This British movie is so funny. But I couldn't deal with Veep. And I know it's great and people love it. And she, she's I mean, amazing and the show's hilarious. But like, I, it was like, oh no, oh no, I don't, can't laugh about this. Uh. Yeah, I will also, it's not particularly my kind of humor. Okay. So because like, I don't like The Office. And I mean, Parks and Rec for me worked because I love them and it was more fun. But like a lot of these shows where it's like, oh, and then the joke is they're incompetent. I'm like, no, I can't. Well, the thing with The Office I have found is <laughs> if you watch it a certain time in your life, mm. it's hilarious. You have to watch it pre you're in the workforce. Okay. Because uh, like college or like high school. Sure. Perfect. Because you're like, oh, those dumb schmucks with their dead end jobs. <laughs> That'll never be me. You know what I mean? And then you're like, <laughs> and then also you don't know what's going to end up happening to the characters because what ends up happening in the office, you're like, oh boy, just kill me now. <laughs> um, so for me, and I found this with a bunch of friends where they're like, I tried to go back and watch The Office. It was my literal favorite show in college and now i just want to kill myself when i watch it because it's just a drama and i'm like yeah i know right it's rough so that's the thing with, with particularly with the office yeah yeah and in parks and rec you just skip the first season and the last two sure you're great <laughs> last two rough it was so bad definitely the last season got definitely really the last i i'll be i'll be honest i'm gonna make a confession right now 
I never watched the finale. You're good. Because the Johnny Karate episode broke me oh. on a deep level. <laughs> I was like, this is so enraging and dumb. <laughs> yep. Fuck you. I still haven't watched the finale. It definitely, it definitely. To this day. Yeah, it, it definitely fell off for me. But I, I watched it all because I'm a, I, when I like something, I'm a completionist. Like, I, I will stick through. I, no, well, there's certain <laughs> ones where I felt like I fell off Grey's Anatomy. I was like, I cannot. The plane oh. crash, I quit. Oh, good for you. I tried to quit. Oh, did I want to quit that show? I tried to quit that show. <laughs> I wish I could quit you. Oh, I wish I knew how to quit you show. Like four times. I finally did it. Okay. It was like, you know, getting off heroin. I can't believe that show is still going it's on. still going. Airplane crash. Ugh. Fuck you, show. I'm quitting. Oh, but I just want to find out if Lexi lives. Nope. She dies. What? Okay, so I'm just going to watch this season to find out how everything affects how no. Lexi died. And then you get to the finale, and then it was the big mass shooting episode, which oh, was God. one of the most like scary, effective, insane. And I was like, oh, no, they got me back in. And I was like, I'm definitely going to quit when Sandra O oh leaves, because fuck that, because Sandra O's oh the best. Okay, I'll just keep watching for Derek. It'll be okay. I can just keep... And then they fucking killed him off in the stupidest way ever possible. Rage quit. Oh Rage quit that show. I love it. Yeah, I mean, there definitely are shows that I've quit, but shows that I really like, I usually watch until the end. I was so enraged by the Johnny Karate episode. Oh my god. Hulu has a new thing where you can just, like, um, have it randomly select an episode. Oh, that's fun. Right? I'm like, oh, that's... I haven't done it yet, but I'm like, ooh, that sounds fun for, like, a Parks and Rec where she's Unless they pick the Johnny Karate episode. (laughs) Then you just skip it. Or, like, Sex in the City, I feel like that would be a good thing. Great. Because also, though, that show doesn't hold up Doesn't hold up. It should have. Doesn't hold up. No. Certain lots ones do. Of, lots of shows that were ahead of their time yep. end up being the most dated. Yeah. So, you know. That's why I'm so constantly impressed by Golden Girls. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's just fucking great. Gold. It's like Frasier. Oh, right. But so Sex Ed. Oh, oh right. <laughs> the BBC show right. that Netflix tried to take credit for. Oh, we really went down a rabbit hole. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Yeah, I know. By the end, I, re- I really liked it. And so I'm excited to see a second season of it. It was kind of Skins-esque. You know, a kid in high school and his mom is a sex therapist. And he has all of these, like, still teen nerd issues with, like, girls. And, like, then also, like, part of him wants to not like sex because his mom is so sex positive and, like, whatever. Sure. And it's just like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to yeah. be anywhere around it. Like, Alex P. Keaton syndrome. You don't know what I'm talking about. Nope. <laughs> on Family Ties, Michael J. Fox was the kid on that show, mm-hmm. and it, his parents were baby boomers that were hippies, so mm. he was going to be a young Republican, because he was going to say, fuck you, mom and dad, and it was like a big deal at the time. That's funny. But anyway, well, that sounds fun. Yeah, I'm it glad was... it's getting renewed. Yeah, yeah, so watch that. Thanks, BBC. I mean, honestly, BBC makes killing a lot it. of the best TV that I've I mean, killing, talking about killing it, killing Eve, I mean... Have, we t- have you watched Killing Eve? I've watched two or three episodes, and I'm not going to lie, it's too dark for me. Okay, so yeah, it's pretty fucking dark, yeah. right? It's succeeding for me where Barry is failing. Okay. Where she's doing worse things than Barry, for sure. Mm. She's way more of a sociopath than Barry, the, for sure. The murderer? Yeah, Villanue. Villa- yeah. Villanilla. Really v- Vanilli. Villa- <laughs> Villa- <laughs> it's like villain- Villanelle. Villanelle. Okay. Villanelle. But because... They're exploring her sociopathy and they're like, this is her, you know, she can't feel this. She's having emotion. Like, she doesn't have empathy. And while it's terrifying, it's more interesting than just a, a, for me, I don't know why I'm I'm comparing them, I guess, because they're both hitman in some way. But like, where Barry, he's just like, well, I had to kill them because they were going to send me to jail. And you're like, well, that still makes you a killer. Right. I don't know why I'm feeling bad for you. You still murdered that person. You know what I mean? Where her, you're like, oh, we're getting into her psychosis. Sure. And isn't that kind of fascinating? And isn't Sandra Oh and her relationship kind of fascinating? So they do enough stuff for me that I can at least... I'm not going to lie. I don't know how many episodes you're in. Mm -hmm. There was an episode where I was like, I can't handle this show. And I have to leave. Where her friend is murdered in front of her in a club? Yep. That was it. I was that like, was, that was where I was like, I, was I don't think I can watch this show. So incredibly upset by yeah. that episode, yeah. And I, but I had to, keep, I had to find out what happened. But you're cool. You can not watch it. Okay. I mean, I just that's the gnarliest. Okay, that's good to know. Honestly, that's like, good feedback. I couldn't sleep. I was very upset. It was very upsetting, <laughs> but effective. Like I was like, yes. damn show, you really got me. Oh, uh, like, Absolutely. Like only a BBC murder, like like Lucifer, or not Lucifer. I mean, we'll talk about Lucifer. We'll get into it. Luther, mm. the Idris Elba show, that show kept me up at night. And it's really just a detective murder mystery, but like the murders are dark. Yes. You know, it's not like Law and Order was like, and then we wrapped it in a bow and it was fine. 
You know, right, it's like, no, no. oh no, this is this is real, guys. Yeah. I binge season two in like two days. It's not as good. Okay. It kind of fell off the rails a bit. Mm. What I liked about the first season was it was this travel log of cat and mouse and back and sure. forth and all of her opulence of her clothes and the setting and for me it was more fantastic mm. and the second season felt like they didn't quite know what they wanted to do interesting still enjoyed it still watched it in two days <laughs> i mean that's that seems like a real deep dark dive yeah it wasn't as dark okay well that's season good. one was darker okay it was like it's so good it's really well done i and... wouldn't necessarily recommend it to you okay to be fair like i wouldn't be like andrew you know what you have to watch right. killing eve right and it's a good, like, I could tell it's a good show. Yeah. It's just for me, especially where I am in my life right now. That's fine. I'm like, you know what? I don't need this darkness. That's fine. <laughs> don't need it. The opposite of that, at home with Amy Sedaris. Oh my God. I just love her. Love her. Love her to death. She's everything. Yeah. Well, let's do a compare and contrast, okay? Because I was, <laughs> that show knows exactly what it's doing. It's hilarious. It's amazing. You're learning about crafts. You're learning about the art of comedy. Yes. And then... There's this show that I had on my Netflix queue forever. I kept thinking, what is this? It's going to be cool. The Curious Creations of Christine McConnell. Oh my God, which you showed me. Which I showed you about 10 minutes of. Was it that long? It felt like a year. (laughs) I thought, oh, it'll be some competition show that's like vaguely Halloween themed where you have to make Halloween crafts. (laughs) Check that box. Yeah, like, let's do it. I want to watch this, right? It'll be like... um, Zumbo's Just Desserts. Oh, right. Which I love. But, you know, for Halloween-y crafts. No, I don't know what this show is. Do you know what this show is? I, I, I mean, couldn't figure it out. It no, starts, and it seems like it's going to be a competition. Welcome to the magical world right. of Chris, you know, the curious creatures of Christine McConnell. And you're Ooh. like, okay. And then it's this woman who... Can't act. Can't act. And she has no personality. That's She's the biggest no problem. She's got no flavor, you know? Yeah. I mean, maybe if they'd let her keep going, it only made it to six or eight episodes until it got canceled (laughs) she could have maybe gotten into a groove but just really dry flat acting on top of the fact that she's acting with puppets for the majority of the show which are unexplained they're just there there's like a mummified salem who's a sassy cat who's just like that bitch i mean i wish if it was just him i'd be into it just like a sassy cat always like your choir you know right he's your greek chorus i love it oh my god yes but then she teaches you crafts, but doesn't. Gives but do- you vague instructions, but doesn't tell They're you how to so do things. Vague. <laughs> Makes the most complicated, over-the-top, ridiculous things that you can't recreate in any way. I couldn't figure it out. I didn't know who it was for, if it's for children. She's eating tarantula chocolate spider. Like, I just But couldn't. they're, like, the most elaborate, mm-hmm. realistic-looking... And it's that sort of... That vibe. It's like a Dita Von T's vibe. Oh, because you didn't even watch. Later, when you watch it into the season, I kept watching because I thought maybe this will eventually make sense. <laughs> she has an alter ego ghost in the mirror. What? That's Dita Von T's. What? That's so weird and random. It's really weird. So I wouldn't recommend that show. No. I guess she's like famous on Instagram and then they gave that her a show. Which on Instagram makes sense. She's like this beautiful poised porcelain sure. doll who always wears these like 50s pattern dresses with a gothic halloween theme like that checks a lot of people's boxes sure i get it but the show doesn't make any sense (laughs) where an amy stars at home perfectly understands the genre and and the exactly what it's doing yes it 100 percent understands what it's doing yes and yet on paper they're very much the same sure yeah because they also don't like amy sedaris doesn't really teach you how to do anything no and it's nonsense most of it's not but perfectly (laughs) tailored nonsense so good and so comedic and she's so charming and fun and like it's great it's great with the perfect amount of satire and oh my god and it's it's just lovely love her i want to talk a little bit about poldark oh Oh my god so poldark is it was a miniseries in the 70s that was based on books Mm -hmm. that they've remade i'd say it's like pg-13 uh outlander but not dumb Okay. Outlander's so stupid. Sure. You know what Outlander is? Outlander. Outlander. It's like a 1940s nurse goes back in time to Viking times and falls in love with handsome Viking man. And then they have lots of very dirty sex. Uh And then, I mean, not dirt, but like just very graphic sex. Uh, But they're probably dirty because it's like Viking times. Sure. Like literally. (laughs) But anyway, but just like, so I, I tried to read the book one time and he kept being like, my lady. And I was like, I can't do it. Oh, that's right. I just kept laughing and laughing. But anyway, Poldark. (laughs) Yeah. It's just, you know, it takes place in Cornwall about the copper mines and the inner politics of the Cornish countryside. And and the main guy is hot. Wait, is that where Cornish hens come from? Yep. 
Corn-ish. Yep. Wow. But the main guy, super hot, rides his horse along the, you know, cliffs of Cornwall. And, you know, is just trying to be a good guy. And then there's, like, some romance. There's often him, like, he's like, ugh, should I walk out of the sea with my shirt off? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's got just enough of a cheeky wink. And yet it's, like, this historical drama. Good. It's the perfect show to watch with your mom. Not too sexy. Okay. Just a, little, just a little Just a little silly. sexy. It's great. I would highly recommend Poldark. It's great. So there's this show that I stumbled across on Netflix that I was like, oh, well, this has Avril's name written all over it. I'm excited. And Well, don't get too excited. Uh. I'm sorry. So <laughs> it's called High Seas. Oh, oh, yeah. And it's like a... I have it on my list because it was like murder mystery on an old time boat with old time clothes and it's like Spanish language, right? It's, yes, but it's dubbed. Oh, no. <laughs> So that's why I was so confused. Wait, so is it great, though? I don't, I don't think so, but maybe. Because they all have British accents. Oh, no. Oh, no. So I was like, well, wait. I mean, I'm intrigued. Because I'll, that's also checks mostly... Checks a lot of boxes. Yeah, it checks a lot of boxes for me. It's like, ooh, old-timey boat on the... You don't say, hmm? <laughs> and... <laughs> you don't say, hmm? But so then I... It, like, starts autoplane or whatever. And I was like, oh, what? <laughs> Something's all... Is it... Is the audio not synced? What's going on? What's happening? What's, What's happening? happening? And then it, was, it said Spanish or whatever, and I was like, "Oh, they took like a Spanish soap opera." It was it was poorly dubbed then. Well, it's just weird. Sure, sometimes dubbing can work. Maybe I generally prefer subtitles, but it, I, like, there's worse dubbing. I mean, than I guess dubbing. for a stupid nonsense show about like you know, sure. I don't need to read subtitles. About I mean, it's making me laugh that there's like weird British accents coming. I mean, out it, of... it is. Maybe so I'll watch maybe, it. Maybe you should watch it. Maybe it's great. <laughs> Let me know. Okay, okay. I only made it through like a minute of the preview and was like, well, this is weird. So I binge watched this show called A Discovery of Witches. Oh, which which? <laughs> <laughs> well, first of all, the only reason I watched it to begin with was because Matthew Good is in it. Oh, uh-huh. love me some Matthew Good. And I realized that I had tried to read this book. It's oh. based on a trilogy. Uh-huh. Not even read. I had tried to listen to the audiobook okay. of this book, turned it off. Oh. Because it was so overly detailed. There's certain books where you read them and you're like, oh, clearly a historian wrote this. Like someone whose first job was not writer wrote this mm, because they very feel the need focused. to put in every single detail of whatever. And I looked it up and that is in fact the case. But yeah, the book, it would be... Because, okay, so he's a vampire. Great. She's a witch. Love it. They're traveling through time. They're falling in love. They're It's great. They're in Oxford. Oh, hey. Oh. But the book, they'd be like pages and pages of... And this is the kind of wine he showed her how to drink because his taste buds are so... But he's a vampire? Yeah, because they can drink. It's, you know, he can go, he can walk in the in the daytime. Oh. It's it's one of those. It's a different like, kind of vampire. Don't believe everything they told you about those vampires. Don't believe everything. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah, and then he walked outside. Oh, and this wine, because you can taste the almonds and the currants and there was dandelions in the... And it was just pages of like, and these nuts go with this wine because of the cheese that goes... And you're like, oh my God, this is a book. <laughs> I don't care. But on paper, vampire, witch, magic, romance. Through, I'm like, yeah, this sounds great. So the show's good. I mean, it's bad. But it's good. Good. Again, eight episodes or so. Perfect. Super cheesy, over the top. I think you'd like it. Okay. It's a discovery of witches. A discovery. Is that like the collective noun? You know how it's like a murder of crows? Oh, yeah. Maybe. A discovery of witches. Maybe. It's very cheesy and over the top and great. And good. I think you'd dig it. Okay. And Matthew Good's there. Thoroughly enjoyed that cheesy bananas show. Okay. I, was, I, I liked it a lot. Like, I didn't totally ironically like it. Oh, it's like a little both. Yeah, I, I liked it. That's the best. But also ironically liked right. it. At That's the same the time. All at the same time. I mean, speaking of. Is it time we talk about Lucifer? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's the show I can't stop I'm watching. I'm the devil detective. But detective, I'm the devil. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It, it's just so stupid. It's the great. wings and the... It's just so matter of fact. And I just... Mm-hmm. I don't know whose choice that was. It, it, it baffles me that that the show got made. Do you want to know whose choice it was? Jerry Bruckheimer. Yes, I just I die every time that I see Jerry Bruckheimer. Executive producer Jerry Bruckheimer. I, I crack up. Makes me laugh every time. But yeah, Lucifer. I mean, we've talked about it before, but just yeah. it was a show I always saw the thumbnail for and thought, oh, that looks stupid. It's oh probably God. like preacher or like some comic book based. I mean, it is based on a comic book, but like oh, some sort of. 
action-packed, oh, it's the devil and he's on earth because he's hunting someone down. You know, I, I thought it was so many things. Mm-hmm. But what I didn't think it was was a procedural buddy cop, buddy cop. But one of them is the devil. But one of them's the devil kind of show. <laughs> I really just didn't see that one coming. Oh, it's, I mean, yeah, it's great. Uh-huh. The thumbnail at a certain point. So like I started watching it and at one point, you know, the thumbnail is just like a generic thumbnail. And then it's just like him with the shadow, but like bat wings behind him or something. No, I don't even think it was that. I think oh. it was just him in a suit or whatever. Just like, it's Lucifer. But, but then after I watched like an episode or two of it, I like, you know, it's like, oh, keep watching Lucifer. And it's just him shirtless. Oh, yeah. Most of the marketing now is him shirtless. Oh, That's is great. it? Oh, okay. So, because I took a picture of it and I sent it to Eva and I was like, is this what your Lucifer logo looks like? And she's like, <laughs> definitely not. It wasn't at the time. Yeah. Oh, okay. But now it is. So that's interesting. So, because Netflix picked it up for season four. Right. And so pretended they, like it was their own. They produced season, like season well, four sure. is theirs. Is a Netflix original, yes. And I feel like they're leaning in. Sure. Because all the ads I've been seeing for season four is like, and then he slow motionly walks out of a pool shirtless. While, like, it's like, oh, Good. you clearly understand what's happening. Yep. Great. Great. They're like, <laughs> we like this. Let's lean into this nonsense, though. They should let um, Amanda Deal be shirtless more. Yeah, that'd be great. Do you know what I think is a missed opportunity? Hmm. So... If you don't watch the show, Amenadiel is Lucifer's brother. It's also weird that, like, sure, it's weird that he's black and Lucifer's white. And it's like, well, they're just whatever. But it's also weird to me that the devil just has a British accent, but no one else does. Sure. Well, no one it, else in his family it's does. It's slightly confusing as to exactly how they took human forms anyway. So. That is true. It's also weird and confusing to me <laughs> that, like, not his a lot of answers. mother comes up from hell and then... So mother comes up from hell. Spoilers. I'm sorry. Mother comes up from hell into her soul goes into or her light because she's a goddess goes into a body. Yeah. That was about to die. That was about to die. But now she has to do the same job in life that that I guess that makes sense. She doesn't have to, but she is pretending to because of the plot of the show. So she has that body because of that reason. Right Now, why? Lucifer and Amenadiel have those bodies. We don't know. I don't know. We might never know. But it is funny that he has an accent and literally no one else does. It is. Well, it's also funny. People have commented that like he, I guess, is British, the actor. Yeah, but he's but putting puts on, on a different British accent. A different and, like, British this accent. Is absurd. I love it. Yeah. Oh, but what I think is a missed opportunity. So Amenadiel and Luc- Lucifer are brothers. Mm-hmm. Amenadiel teases Lucifer, calls him Lucy all the time. Yeah. That's their little fun thing. Yeah. I think... That Lucifer should call him Amy. I mean, I love it. A man of deal, Amy. Lucy. Yeah, so like Lucy, Amy, Lucy and Amy, right? But only they do it because it's yeah. like a fun little right. Thing it's like their brothers between the two of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because there is one episode I don't know when it happens, but when Rachel Harris, his therapist, is talking to a man of deal, and she's like, "God, your name's so long. We need to find some kind of nickname." Amy. Amy. Love it. That's my rant about Lucifer. Oh yeah, it's silly. But no one else cares about. <laughs> I mean, you know, whatever. I think some people do. I think people are getting more into it in part because you are evangelizing it. Oh, I am. I am. You are evangelical for Lucifer. For Lucifer. It's the campiest show on TV. It really is. It really is. How do we feel about Ella? Who's that? The forensic girl. Oh, I don't like her. Right? Yeah, they they seem like she's trying too hard. They're trying to make that happen. I'm like, this is weird. They introduced her. Um, so out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, in a bad way, I still am not over it. Yeah. Still, every time she shows up, I'm like, what are you doing here? Yeah. You're a part of the show. Right. And yet it's been three seasons and she's like clearly a main cast member. And yeah. I'm just like, what are you doing here? Get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. Every time. Yeah, there's something, you know what it is, is that she's also so like weirdly socially awkward and like non... Yeah. No nonsensey like matter of fact about things. But it's like we can only have one of those. Well, and I think they... She's religious on the show. Right. And I think they felt like they needed a character who was religious. Right. So they could have this sort of moral conversation of like, good versus bad, and am I going to go to hell or not kind of thing. Yeah. And they get into that more. So I think that's why she's there. But they introduced her so poorly, I still resent it. Right. Like, who is she and why is she here? So one show that I um, just have kind of started, I haven't really fully gotten into, I'm way behind, is Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, okay. Is it good? The first three episodes or whatever that I've watched, I'm like, this seems like it could get good. It's like, you're 68% of the way there. I like a lot of parts about this, and I think that this could be funny, or you could be annoying. I don't know which way it's going to go, but everyone seems to really like it. It's another show where everyone I know likes it, and I watched the pilot and hated it. Okay, I didn't hate the pilot. Okay, hate is too strong a word. 
I was not in a place to be laughing about cops being idiots. Fair. So it wasn't dumb enough. It wasn't mm-hmm. Police Squad. It wasn't Angie Tribeca. Right. Where I'm like, well, this is just nonsense. Enough to be like, haha. Like the cases seemingly were real enough. Mm-hmm. Like it was like, no, they need your help, Andy Samberg. Why are you making an inappropriate joke? You're right. a police officer. Yeah, he definitely, yes. So for me, I was like off. I was, it was like it put a bad taste in my mouth. I was like, fair. oh no. And I never went back to it. But everyone loves it. Everyone does love it. And I, I haven't watched enough to really say, but okay. it, even in the few that I've seen since the pilot, it seems like, because there's the new police chief that comes in, right? Yep. And it's like all about him kind of being like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? These people need your help. It's kind of that conversation. Okay. And like, turns out the police chief is gay, but he like has, like when he oh, came right. out, then he got demoted and now he finally gets to run his own thing. And he's like, look, you're not going to fucking fuck this up for me. So you better button up your fucking shirt. And it's like, okay, it's addressing a, it. There's like a parental figure for Andy Samberg's nonsense but he's still okay. also nonsense so you get to have the fun but you also get to have someone be like slapping him on the wrist and be like no get All your right. shit together you keep watching it and I'll let you know let me know yeah cause I was like mm, mm. so I have another shit to talk about okay that like you definitely need to probably be in an altered state for great <laughs> apocalypse now on showtime wait are you now sure? apocalypse okay I was like wait 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 <laughs> Like the movie? No. Like, that seems wrong, I'm right? going to be honest. Now, Apocalypse, not Apocalypse Now. I mean, you know, like, same thing. Yeah, different. uh-huh. So I haven't heard of this at all. Oh, really? No. So it's this, like, silly gay apocalypse show about... Like, actually about the apocalypse. Yeah, well, kind of. I mean, I've watched, like, five episodes, and there's only been a few glimpses. He's, like, basically, he has his dreams, and then he it witnesses... These aliens that come down to Earth and, and then they, they fuck people. But it seemingly was just like a homeless person that this one alien was fucking in a shed. But then it was him. But then it, it's like a fevery dream kind of thing. Okay. Again, altered state wouldn't hurt. I mean, I don't know if I want to watch aliens <laughs> fucking It's very people. stupid. Okay. It's all okay, it's very, dumb. very dumb. But then there's also like a lot of sex sex with everything else. And like, it, it's very stupid and weird. But I'm kind of like... Okay, I'll see where this goes. So, I know that you don't watch Stranger Things. No. But I binge-watched season three because, you know, every, it's a big deal. Oh, my yeah. God, everyone's so excited it's coming out. Ah. Um, didn't love it. Mm. It felt like a totally different show. Oh, it was weird. very weird. Not a totally different show, but the whole season to me felt like complete and utter fan service. Mm. And references for reference sake. And overly referenced mm. and the wrong references. Oh. I don't know. It was very bizarre to me. The first two shows are very sci-fi, spooky, horror, you know, with a throw in a little bit of E.T. and The Goonies and those kind of movies. Mm-hmm. And this tried to be like Indiana Jones romancing the stone-like oh. tone, but with characters who have already been set up who would never appear in those films. Right. So they're like forcing this weird, I love you, I hate you, isn't that hilarious, fight flirting onto characters huh. who have been set up that would not act this way. Right. <laughs> so it's really bizarre. It was really weird watching it. And like the music cues were all over the place. It was huh. just like real jokey, you know, like the, what the main, one of the main guys now has a job at the mall and works at a ice cream place, like Scoops Ahoy. And it's not hilarious. And like, yeah, that's cute, but compiled with all the other sure. bad jokes, you're like, okay. And every time they're in the ice cream place, it's like, <laughs> you know, like weird nautical jokey, but not diagetic music, just sort of like loud scoring. And you're like, what What's is this? happening? And why did you feel like you needed to pump up these bad jokes with this music? Because it's making it more obvious. Mm. Anyway, I had feelings. I uh, didn't love it. Okay. Didn't hate it. Okay. It feels like it's just going downhill and towards a direction I already thought it was going, which is like fan service, obvious reference, Mm. annoyingness. Yeah. And that's maybe me because I know all the references and maybe it's fun for other people, but I'm just like, oh, so we're just taking that scene from Last Crusade and just just like doing that. It's not even just like a cheeky like, oh, I see what you did there. Mm. It's like, we're just doing the scene then? Cool. That's weird. Like... (laughs) So Thanks. I wouldn't recommend it to you anyway. Well, no, I, it's I was not, not your not kind interested. of show 
anyway. No. Particularly comparing it to the first two, which were such a different thing. Yeah. It's like, and now the kids are becoming teenagers instead of preteens, and it's like they don't know what to do. Right. That's so tough. they're just like, ah, you know, like, we don't know how to but handle it. they don't want to cancel it yet because it's only been three seasons. But it's like they don't know how to write for them. Sure. Suddenly they're like, we don't know what to do. I guess we'll just reference the romantic comedy action movies that we like. Uh, it's it's like Modern Family. They just don't know what to do with the kids. It's it's the, what do we do with the kids? Oh no, do we have to introduce a cousin Oliver? Yeah, we did. <laughs> they did. Oh no. Because, and then I kept thinking of more obscure, cool reference. I mean, pat on my back. But you know, there's this whole Russian side plot in season three and it takes up so much of the movie. And I kept waiting for them to make a Ruskies joke, which is like this 80s movie with Joaquin Phoenix where they find like a Russian sailor that like, you know, is lost in their city and they they kind of befriend him. But there's all this like, fuck Russia. You know, there's like the, right. all these things there's going the undertones, on. Yeah. And I was like, oh, so are they going to find Misha and have like a friend that they're going to, and then they're going to be friends and they'll make a Ruskies, a, like a low-key Ruskies reference. They didn't. No. There's another show that I still sometimes watch, The Detour. Haven't heard of it. I want to say it's on FX, but I could be wrong. It could be FXX. It's definitely not that. <laughs> But it's, I forget what it's on. It's kind of fun. The guy is like a poor man's at Helms-ish kind of like, but also like a little bit beefier, but you know, funnier. And I don't, it's like a weird, anyway, it's fine. The first season was really good. I was like, oh, this is totally not what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And then they kind of really fell down a rabbit hole. And is it been... the guy with the gap tooth? Jason Jones. Oh, that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's married to Samantha B. Oh, that makes sense because then her sister is in it and she produced it. Kind of liked it and then I fell out of it. But then I kind of keep watching it every now and then. Sounds like a ringing endorsement. Well, the first season was good. (laughs) Okay, I'll watch the first season. Yeah. I don't know why, but this just reminded me. I've also been watching Instinct, which is the CBS procedural cop, you know, Mm -hmm. weird pairing. But it's because Alan Cumming is in it. Oh, fun. I I really like it. I mean, I'll watch anything with Alan Cumming. Absolutely. Bottom line, period. And it's cool because he's actually the first openly gay main character on a a major network drama, which is so cool. Crazy. I mean, it seems insane that that's... In 2019, yeah. That that's the case. That's where we're at. But in some ways, it's it's boring because it's just... A procedural show sure. like every other procedural show right but it's interesting that he's like an openly gay man in a committed marriage and they portray that as just normal it's just like super nonchalant just it's like, yeah, fully nonchalant just... and while it might be more interesting if it was more interesting right it is interesting in a way that it's so nonchalant about i like it. that you know it's alan coming that's all that's really if if i said and it's a show starring alan coming yep. and you went oh i want to watch it then go watch it that's sure <laughs> There you it's, go. it's like a fun, you know, he's like a professor of psychology and also an ex-CIA agent. And oh also, you know, it's like. I'm not sure I buy that, but. I mean. Did you watch. I'm fine with it. Did you watch the like James Bondy one on Netflix um, or on Amazon? Nighthawk? Night. Manager. Manager. I told you to watch it numerous okay, times. Cool. Did you watch it? I've watched. Yes, I've watched. You finished it? No. Oh. I, I think I've watched a season of it. There's only one season. Oh, okay. Then I haven't finished the season. <laughs> I watched 80% of it. There's only one season? Yeah. It's a miniseries. Oh. And Olivia Coleman. Yeah. Love her. I mean, I tell everybody to go watch Night Manager. That show's fucking great. Yeah. I watched a lot of it and I really liked it. It was kind of, it was very James Bondy. Tom Hiddleston's great. Yeah. Oh, Elizabeth Debicki's in it. Elizabeth Debicki's in it, who we love. Yeah. Olivia Coleman. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Oh, and then I was going to say Alan Cumming was in an episode of Broad City. I saw that. Oh, did you? You watched the episode? Yeah, because it was like drag queens. Yeah. I mean, it was just a little bit, but it was fun and silly. I loved his suit. Oh my god, right. So I have one more show to talk about that we both watch. Me too. Maybe it's the same show? I mean, one would think. So, one, two, three. Younger? younger? (laughs) (laughs) I'm almost caught up. I just watched two episodes last night. Oh, good. It's great. I found that I would binge too much of it. Yeah. And then I'd be like, oh, so I've been trying to be like, no, Andrew, just watch one or two. Just, Just do a little bit. I'm, well, I'm watching it as it currently airs, so... Well, that helps. I have to. Yeah, you can only watch so much. But Younger is great. I love that show. I love it so much. All the characters are so fun. Yeah. Hilary Duff is the headline. Hilary Duff is great. Younger is... It's like a... 
it's, I don't know. There's not a lot of shows like it on right now. No, it's not like really. for that demographic. Like it, it spans a lot of demographics because it's talking about age. So there are adult characters and yes. younger characters. Yes. But it's not just like some three child family sitcom that like, you know what I mean? It's just, it's not the norm. Love the setting. All the clothes are so fun. Yeah. Like I really like, it's great. I really like that it's show really a great. lot. I actually, I lied. I have one more show. What the fuck? I'm sorry. Younger made me think of it. And it's called The Bold Type. Oh my god, you're watching The Bold Type? I love Shut it. up. Do you watch it? Yeah. It's so cute. I mean, it's so stupid and I love it. Yeah. Sutton uh-huh. is great. She's, she's my, my favorite. favorite. She's the best part of the show. Yeah. She's such a good actress, I think. Like, she really kind of serves, you know, <laughs> for lack of a better word. <laughs> she really serves. I love it. <laughs> It was funny that show was not expected to do well and mm. then it really people it struck a chord and everyone yeah. just was like yes well it's like a modern sex in the city kind of it's like sex in the city and devil wears prada in a yeah. fantasy world where women are respected yes you know yeah it got to be a little bit episode of the week here's the topic we're talking about now mm. and i was like i need a minute sure so I'm taking a breather from it. I, I have not watched... I mean, I'm pretty far behind, I think. I don't know where I am even. In yeah. It. But um, I, it's like an every now and then, ooh, you know what? I really want to watch The Bold Type. Kind Super of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, I think I was watching too much of it. That's fair. I needed a breather. Yeah, it's, it's definitely one of those like, sparse like, out. And here's the topic we're dissecting this week. Oh it's gosh. like, oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. okay. Maybe they just have fun in the fashion closet this week. That's cool, too. <laughs> I'd be fine with that. So those are just some of the many, many, many I mean, shows we, we watch are watching. Shit, I've always watched a lot of TV. <laughs> so uh, hopefully we had some good recommendations. I hope you enjoyed. Please make sure to rate and review us on iTunes, on Spotify. Subscribe and share. Oh, oh you know, I have one more thing that I'll talk about that's not technically TV, but kind of is. I know. You know what? Get over it. I have a lot to say, April. You're not the only person who watches things. I have a lot of opinions. Yeah. No, I've stumbled upon... Because I kind of stopped watching the Food Network. Okay. I mean, I still love me some Garden. Oh, there's the tea. But, um... (laughs) And her and her gay friends. Love it. But um, I haven't really been watching a lot of Food Network. Bon Appetit Uh has a bunch of these... YouTube videos that are like 15, 20 minute episodes. Is that like a website? Bon Appetit. It's a magazine. Oh, and they have a website. And they also, yes, they have a website and they have a YouTube channel. Great. Where they like make all of this stuff. So one of them is called, it's like a whole series called It's Alive Mm -hmm. with Brad and this guy. And he's like, he talks, he's like water and like, you know, he's very like New York. It's hilarious. And he's like very energetic and he like makes things like, you know, kimchi or, you know, like just all sorts of fun, silly things. And then there's another one where this girl makes these homemade versions of candy and processed foods and stuff mm-hmm. so she made like gourmet fancy twix and oh, like cool. you know whatever it was, it was like let's take out all of these gross things and we'll make home and like, you're never going to do it yourself because it's insane sure but like it's fun to watch her try and do it so love it i enjoy watching those cool so I subscribe like to bon appetit foods. yeah i don't really love cooking shows because i can't eat the food mm, fair so i get mad sure and then resentful <laughs> and then hungry okay. but the one show, one of my favorite, favorite cooking shows is called Two Fat Ladies. Have oh I told my God, you about yes. Two Fat Ladies? Oh, oh, I've watched Two Fat Ladies. Oh my you. God, do I love that show. Oh it is so insane and campy and hilarious. Yeah. And yeah. the food is absolutely disgusting. It's these two super English, you know, yeah. ladies who ride around on a motorcycle on a sidecar and bake inedible, disgusting looking British food <laughs> and just... Oh, yes, more lard and the butter. Put it in their hands. Or just, oh, oh it like will put you on a diet. <laughs> and yet it is so funny. Oh, I love it so much. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. That's another good BBC show. Oh, my that, God. And I always loved How Clean Is Your House. <gasps> oh, my God. <gasps> it was like it gave me such because I'm such like a like, I'd like to clean and see the progress. <gasps> and so then it's like you see the disgusting hoarder mess and then. It, like, gets better. Ugh. <laughs> no, I don't like that show. But anyway. But anyway, Two Fat Ladies, yes, watch it. Thank you for joining us. Come back, subscribe, share, Patreon. We really appreciate your support because we don't have ads on podcasts. We're still figuring all of this out. Exactly. So, you know, trywink.com slash moviebitches and patreon.com slash moviebitches. Moviebitches.threadless.com. Yeah. Just get up in all of it. Yeah, you can movie bitch up your life. <laughs> I like that. Should we make Let's Have a Kiki t-shirts? Oh, yeah, we absolutely should. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, I like that. 
Okay, well, anyway, rate and review us on iTunes. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed this very lengthy episode about yeah. television. Yeah, it's just us talking about TV. And cheers. Cheers. Cheers.